Hello and welcome to Volley MD with your hosts, Mark and Drew. Hey guys, I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, we got a new uh, update for you guys today for this pod. We're going to be talking a lot about our uh, recent playoff game for MCA and what happened this week. Uh, we played, actually it was on the weekend, we played on Saturday and it was a really uh, intense uh, exciting close match and uh, just to update everybody MCA won so we're super excited that to announce we're going to be going to state and that's going to be the final four this week and uh, as a coach I couldn't be more pleased with the girls and how everything turned out but uh, we had a humongous nail biter I will just say that everyone was uh on the edges of their seat and i can't wait to talk about that uh today and just some of the things that some of the topics within the topic are just uh are going to be really it's just really good material so um just wanted to give you guys that update we're gonna be playing down in waco and uh it's gonna be against grace prep on friday the uh one o'clock and then saturday if we win we'll play in the final the championship against the south zone on uh, Saturday morning at 10. So Mark, it's, uh, it's going to be a wild one, I think. Drew. I mean, yeah, I, I, uh, was excited when I got the text from you, uh, that you won in five, I was waiting to, to hear the update, but I knew it was going to be like a grueling match. If, uh, if you guys did win, you know, they, uh, Pantigo, they were, they were a pretty solid team. Uh, I understand they had one hitter that just kind of, you know, was, was killing it and, and doing her job. Um, how did you guys win? Yeah, we sometimes we kept asking ourselves that question. <laughs> it was just uh, it was wild, you know. I have to give a big shout out to uh, Natalie. She plays at our club, and she is a great player. She was one of those outside hitters. She's like six two, super athletic. Um, we she caused so many issues for us defensively. Uh, basically, she made like maybe three errors the whole match. We went to five sets with with, with this team and. They were setting her back row. They were setting her front row. And, you know, she was their offensive power. They were just going to her a ton. They had a few other hitters that contributed, uh, but she was their go-to. And it was just one of those teams where they had that one girl. If you could stop her, you could win. If you didn't, then they were going to get you. And it was just one of those type of matches. But, you know, she plays at our club. So, you know, I was glad that she had a good game. And it was just a – it was a really – really tough match against her. She would hit these super hard cross swings that, I mean, we haven't seen that all year. You know, she could hit like basically the, the 10 foot line at the tee. She'd be swinging aggressive there. Then she would turn it back down the line and just a, a player that can do that. I mean, it's, it's, you're just guessing basically what they're going to do with the ball next, you know? So, yeah, that's, that's amazing though. Uh, the, the pull out five set win, two five set wins now, uh, yeah, you know, for, against the first two sure. teams. How does that, you know, affect the girls? You know, I feel like it would build confidence in them to kind of pull out those wins. But, you know, understandably, the the sets probably shouldn't have gone that far. Maybe you guys weren't playing too well. So how do you how do you think you prepare mentally now that you guys have two five set wins in your belt? What do you do differently this week? Yeah, I kind of talked to you about this already. And, and I, I was telling Mark, we basically were playing we were playing okay. We had our moments where we were up and when we were down and then when we were up, we were kind of like playing our regular game. We were, we were fighting hard running our offense. And then the, the times when we were down, it was more because of um, emo our emotional state and how we were showing 
attitude and body language on the court. I know we've talked about this in some of our previous pods, but how that affects the game so much. And, you know, I was telling Mark, we had our fans, our boys, our football boys and basketball boys, they were cheering for us behind us. And I could like constantly hear them saying, girls, you got this attitude, attitude, attitude. And, and it's so funny because everybody can see it. You know, the other team's going to see it. You know, fans are going to see it. Coaches see it. But when the players, their heads drop or they get the the frowny face and they're, they're moping around in the court because they feel like they're going to lose or they feel like I'm not playing well, you know, or even the, the fact we had a few girls almost break down and crying. I mean, it's it's a mental, mental battle under uh, so much stress and pressure of the game in those situations because it's playoffs. You know, the season's on the line, right? So you've got kids that are battling with that constantly. And I think that's what's so different about – you know, when you go to club, you know, you're in gold bracket and you're fighting for a bid or you're in playoffs in the school season and you're trying to get to that next round, get to state and everything's on the line. It's just a different game, you know. So what are your thoughts kind of on that, Mark? Well, that kind of brings us into our topic. We kind of discussed a little bit, but right now we're going to discuss, you know, moving forward, moving through uh, bracket play into gold if you're playing in club. Um now moving from playoffs to state i mean playoffs obviously is a part of it but you're moving some schools if you're not uh, in a private school um you know you're moving from area to by district and and so on and so forth so we're kind of talking right now about um you know the more the deeper you go obviously it's going to be more challenging how do you prepare for that as coaches what do you tell the girls and what should they be uh doing on their side yeah so i'm going to start this out with just kind of telling you how our game wrapped up because I, it's kind of feel like we got a little bit of a story here to tell. Right. And so it was back and forth with our playoff game and we got to this fifth set and we're in the fifth set and literally we are down in the fifth set 11 to 14 and we go to 15 points in the fifth set. So at 11 points, we side out and my, our set, we go back to rotation when our setters back to serve and they've got big girl up on the front um, they've got Natalie up their outside hitter and she is ready to go. And they're all they need is one more point to win this match. And our, of course, our senior setter goes back and we feel confident she, she, you know, she can get this in. Well, you know, that mental, that mental toughness, that's where it really comes in. I mean, you miss that serve and your season's over. Right. And so it's, it was such a, a critical moment where we were so proud of Kylie. She went back and all, like I said, all they had to do was pass the ball up to the middle of the court, throw up a ball to Natalie, and they probably were going to win. And we put a good serve in. Uh, DS shanks the ball over to the right side of the court where they couldn't get the ball to her. We ended up scoring that point. And then our setter goes right back to her, still match point for them. And she aces that same player. She just, you know, made shank the ball the point before. And so now it's 14 all. And I'm like, all right, man, we got this now. We got this. Like, this is going to happen. And uh, you could just see the emotional shift from they thought they were going to win to now we felt we were going to win. And just that belief and knowing that, like, we've got this, it's huge, right? Like, the girls, you you just got to keep them up where they believe they can do it. And then um, to wrap that up, I mean, we basically, we played such good defense on those next two points. We dug her up, and then we blocked the ball at the end to win the match 16, 14 in the fifth set. And it was just, the emotions were just all over the place, Mark. That's all I can tell you. I mean, it was, it was just wild, but keeping control of those emotions in those moments is huge. 
No, that's that's amazing. I mean, uh, we've we've talked about on this pod coming back from being behind. You know, obviously a lot lot more. Uh, I'm guessing the the coach didn't call a timeout, or uh, you know, what could she have done on the other side? Yeah, they they I think they'd use their timeouts early, and that was maybe a mistake. They because if they had a timeout there, they could have they probably could have put the game plan together right, and then more likely executed that, but. It was uh, it was one of those situations they kind of were stuck right, and they were just hoping that hopefully somebody made a good pass there, and it just came down who was going to do it. Were they going to get a serve receive pass, or were we going to get an ace or uh, get them to shank a ball? And that's what it came down to. So. No, I mean you talked about it right there. I mean the nerves on the court, just uh, having that one girl that ser- that passed the ball that didn't make a great pass you know, getting mentally refocused and telling the other girl on the other side, I'm ready for this next ball or making a small adjustment, you know, on the other side. I and mean, those things are huge. And, you know, as a game that that's, that's tight, you gotta, you gotta make some small adjustments here and there, but right. you know, um, that's awesome. I mean, 16, 16, 14 to be down 11, 14. That's yeah. a great, that's a great. And I think that's going to build some confidence with your girls. Yeah. I, mean, I think, you know, you talk about, uh, us not, maybe playing our best. I, I agree with that. We, we weren't on fire. We weren't playing our best, but what was the reason why we weren't playing our best? I think that's what you have to analyze in that game. And we talked about it with the girls with our emotions going up and down so much. We, it definitely affected our play to where we were either on or we were kind of off within that match. So we had sets where we were, we were doing well. And then we had sets where we weren't doing as well. And then, uh, you know, the outcome was, was definitely, produced by our emotions and our, our controlling our body language and how we were, we were fighting on the court with, with, you know, just how all the girls were, the chemistry was flowing and all of that. Right. So it, it, it affects the non-tangibles affect the tangibles and the mental part is half of it. And the other half is the skills and, and doing it. And if your mental game is off, you better, you better believe a guarantee that, you know, the, the swings, the sets, the serves, all that stuff is going to follow suit. However you look at it, you know, and we just are preaching so hard to the girls right now is just keep your head up, keep your attitude strong, keep fighting. And that's going to ultimately produce a win. If you're tight with another team, if they break down, you got them. And that's essentially what happened. We broke them down at the end when we needed to stay strong. That's great. So I want to talk a little bit too about, um, differences in in moving through these district matches because you know you win a district match it's a it's a five set um thriller sometimes like you guys have have experience but in club when you're moving through bracket play you don't get some rest uh we experienced this in orlando last year where we had to move through match after match after match and you know in a very short period of time how do we get the girls regrouped um, they don't get any extra practice time. They get their same warm up time, but you guys, you have extra practices to kind of get ready and prepare. What are you doing differently this week, um, than the previous weeks? Yeah, I think, um, you know, with the school volleyball, you're literally in it every day club. We practice a couple times a week and then all your, your tournament play is like just bunched together. Right. And so it's complete opposite. Our, uh, our school, you know, system is just set up so differently where we're in there with those girls every day. So we're going to have like some recovery days, days where we're doing a lot of stretching, lighter practices, breaking it down, slowing it down, getting more reps focused on how we can um, do better. 
with whatever the situations were with the, the, the previous game, you know, maybe it's serving, maybe it's serve receive. We need to break down like yesterday's practice. It was a lot of serve and serve receive because the one thing I feel like was more off this last playoff game was we were passing more behind the 10 foot line instead of getting our serve receive passes in front of the 10 foot line. So yesterday we just got in the gym and said, Hey, we're going to, we're going to break down serve receive. We're going to do some basic drills and then we're going to lead into to uh, some tougher serve receive drills and then, you know, just dial that into where you, those girls feel confident going in. And in school, you have that time to do that in club. We don't really get as much time to do that because our practices are more limited. So that's yeah. kind of my thoughts on that. Well, I think, you know, I don't want to turn to some in-game strategies and, you know, how you keep the girls involved. Cause you know, with any game, whether it's school club, um, any, any sport, I think keeping the girls, the boys, any, any, anybody you're teaching, keeping them away from that nervous mentality. Um, you know, me coaching, coaching school ball this year, big games and games that were typically at home was, was a little bit more for some of these girls because they're they're They have their home crowd. They have their parents. They have some, um, extra people in the stands cheering. So, you know, I, I would constantly get, Hey, I'm, I'm a little nervous. Like, you know, so refocusing that nervous energy, uh, before the game starts and even during the game starts, just reassuring, Hey, you got this. This is what we practiced. This is how we practiced. And this is what we do it for, uh, really helps, you know, maybe refocus some of that energy to, uh, their high level goals. I think refocusing and getting them on their high level goals, that we've preached as coaches and that they want as, you know, um, they want for themselves. Yeah. I think, uh, that's a great topic and question. And I feel like this kind of leads me to think about like, what are our jobs as coaches? You know, we, we talk about the head coach and they're kind of orchestrating what's going on in the court. They're standing up, they're out there, they're more engaged in the, what, you know, coach on court coaching. And then you have, you know, a lot of, you have either at least, most teams have two assistants in school. Some will have three, maybe even four. Um, we have two. So like my job, I feel like, because I'm the main assistant for the varsity and I, uh, my job is, I feel like is to get those girls on the sideline and really focus on the little adjustments. And if, if need be, if I see them mentally going down, we will encourage them. We'll give them little things to focus on. Like I can tell who's playing well, who's not playing well. And, and if they're coming off, with their head down, you know, we're going to, I'm going to go over and say, Hey, you got this. And then let's focus on doing this and this and little, little pieces at a time, right? You don't want them to feel like you have to go out there. You have to get the next five kills for us, you know, or we're going to lose, you know, you want to, you want to gradually kind of get them back into their rhythm and what they're doing for the team. So little things at a time, right. And if they can go out there and, you know, hit a, hit a, a you know, a nice little shot here or there, or, you know, do something where it's not going to put too much pressure on them. You got to mentally, they got to get back in that game. So, um, you know, we really try to do that and keeping our girls up and talking to our girls on the sidelines. And that's, that's huge. Cause guess what? Next couple of rotations go by pretty quick. They're back in there and they're either going to do, they're going to do well and they're going to recover, or they're going to keep going down that black hole that we have seen players do. And then all of a sudden they're out of the game and we got to put somebody else in and maybe that player is not ready or not as strong. And then that affects, that's affects your team. Or maybe that is a, a strong player and you have options, but I know for us, like we, our bench is very uh, small. We don't have a lot of uh, kids that can come off the bench and do what other kids do. Um, so it, that all depends on the situation, right? But you want to keep those kids up. You got to keep their heads in it. 
Yeah. I mean, as a coach, you have a lot of responsibility and that's why we're coaches. We, you know, we got to try to not bring the girls down, which I know some coaches out there definitely don't do a great job at that. And so allowing yourself, um, you know, to, to stay engaged in the plays in the game. I see a lot of coaches that are usually standing on the sidelines and when they sit, I think that affects girls too, because you know, Hey, my coach is usually standing and now he's sitting what's going on. So you, you can, uh, mentally discourage your girls a little bit depending on certain things. Now, if you have a team that, you know, is mentally, mentally prepared and, and emotionally stable, I think, you know, as a coach, you probably don't have as much, um, to do with that, that emotional state because they're playing as a team together. That's where you want to be. But I think more often than not, you're going to find that the coach has a lot of responsibility with that emotional stability with the girls. And, uh, so you being engaged and staying engaged with, uh, play by play and encouraging good plays and trying not to coach as much either on the sideline. You did enough during practice, I feel like. And right now it's just, you know, focusing on small cues and small talks. Uh, another thing is trying to, uh, move away from visible frustration, you know, as a coach, you know, a girl does something stupid, right. And something, something silly. And you know, that's going to happen. Mistakes are going to happen. I preach that all the time. We're going to have mistakes. We're going to have to learn from them. So you are not teaching that by being visibly frustrated about a mistake. Right. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, and I think that goes back to the, what we were talking about is how big is the game? You know, if you're in a if you're in a five set match and it's 13, 13 at the end of, the, you know, at the end of the game, that the pressure and the intensity of that match, you can't you can't laugh off a mistake like you would in the middle of maybe a non not quite as important district match. You know, it's everything is on the line that pressures, you know, as high as it can be. And those girls are, you know, they are fighting for everything with everything they got emotionally and physically and They've just, you, they need to feel your support on the sideline, right? We talked about how we just, you got this, believe you can do it. You know, a lot of our timeouts in those situations and those games are believe you got this, y'all are going to win this. And, and, you know, that's, that's what those kids need in those moments. And, um, going back to, um, your question about how, um, teams are, uh, how we prepare for that, you know, like with the school volleyball, I feel like, um, like this week, another big thing for us is just getting those girls every single rep they need until they're hundred percent confident in what they're doing on the court. Their confidence should come from their preparation. If you can hit that roll shot, we're asking for 10 out of 10 times in practice. Now you're ready to go do that a hundred percent of the time in the game and just knowing that you can do that. And if you don't practice that enough, in in the practice in the preparation week there don't expect that it's going to happen in the game right and so there's there's certain things that like our serve receive our serving all those things that the girls can control i feel like that's what you have to be a hundred percent confident in going in like some things are just going to happen right you're going to get unlucky things you know touch goes out you had a great block but they got a finger a finger touch or something you know there's gonna be little things like that they're gonna be out of our control but the big things Missing serves, like, you know, that kills us, right? And so we want to try to really prep those things going into the state wheat, going into this final four. We want to be solid in those things we can control. Yeah, that's good stuff. I mean, so that that obviously says a lot of what you do 
for school and what preps you have uh, in that mental state for, for your off days. And, you know, going into club, when you're in those big tournaments, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to, uh, you know, Orlando, uh, last year we won, we won Orlando and, and the girls had to play back to back to back and it was getting tougher and tougher and tougher. I think a big breakthrough though, <clears throat> after the girls won their, um, their bid, I think they got a lot, a, a lot of weight lifted off their shoulders a little bit. So that obviously took a lot of pressure off. Um, and that allowed us to even play better in the finals, which was, which was great. We were playing smooth, easy volleyball where, you know, in our, in our bid match, we didn't play smooth and easy. We, we won the first match pretty easily and we're like, okay, we got this second set. We started making a few mistakes where the girls maybe felt that pressure. And, um, the third set we were on it, you know, some things didn't go our way. The ref, you know, made, made a bad call here and there, but we as coaches made sure the girls were staying in it. Hey, that play does not matter. And I think, you know, again, just going back on, on the coach's responsibilities, you know, you got to make sure your girls are, are staying engaged on that high level goal and making sure that they're not letting little small things, uh, affect the, the complete and total outcome. But, you know, aside from that, getting into, you know, maybe your rest time per, per match, you know, we don't have those extra practices or, or, uh, maybe a huge downtime between games. We were playing back to back to back in some cases, you know, if you're in gold, that's your, that's your schedule. You might have one game where you're off for a game, but then most of the games are, are back to back, especially yeah. leading on to the finals. So just getting the girls to maybe, you know, if you have five minutes, we're not going to pepper, right? We're going to try to get some food, uh, maybe just a, a quick little snack and, and get replenished and then maybe have a time to sit against the wall, lift your legs up, just all those preps really, I think help. I don't know about stretching, yeah. you know, between matches, but keeping them warm, keeping them engaged. What do you think? Yeah, ab absolutely. You know, with club, it's, it's different. And I think a lot of times we're running a lot off of adrenaline, you know, yeah. and, and if you ever had it happen where it's like, you're winning, you're winning. And then all of a sudden you have like a two or three hour break in club. And then you go out there and you're a different team. I think it says a lot because the girls are they're All of a sudden they're coming off of those adrenaline highs of those, those wins. And then they sit over in a corner for an hour and it's like, or two hours or whatever it is. And, and then they get back out there and they have to try to go back to what they were doing on the court. It's hard. It really is. So, you know, even though like we were, um, we, we had a pretty good schedule. I feel like we were, we were winning in Orlando and like, we didn't have any of those real big breaks. We would like play, we had an hour, we'd play, we'd have an hour, we'd play, and then we were done. Right. So I think the girls were living a lot off of adrenaline and then just wanting it. Right. I think yeah. that just wanting to win and just that desire and just really putting it all out there. That's what we're going to be preaching this week for our girls. Um, you know, just, you got to go all out and you want, uh, you know, you don't want to have any regrets, especially your seniors. We've got four seniors. They're going to, they're going to be laying it all out there. And I know the rest of our team wants it bad too. So I, I can't wait to, to up, update you guys, um, for, for our next pod. We'll see what happens this week, uh, with state, but if you're in, in the area, it's going to be at Waco, uh, Friday, one o'clock, uh, for taps for a championship, uh, just can't wait mark i'm hoping hope you the, can come what's, what's the facility uh i actually off the top of my head i forgot i'm sorry <laughs> i have to <laughs> you look, that, probably look it up you can probably look it up yeah on their website taps uh website but uh yeah we're gonna be we're gonna be playing down in waco so i uh, hope you guys can make it out cheer us on and we'll give you the update next time of how mentally tough we were because i'm gonna be preaching that 
huge this week. We're going in today with just that topic and, and talking to the girls about what are we showing on the court? So. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, I personally have never been to state. I don't know if, if you have, but you know, it's experience and I hope the girls cherish it and know exactly how big this is for the, the program. It's not easy to get there. So, uh, job well done there making it to state at first and and i wish you guys the best of luck thanks mark all right guys we're signing off uh we'll move on and hopefully get an update uh next pod all right we'll talk to you guys soon